AgTech360 discusses breakthrough technologies that are impacting growers, businesses, and consumers. Hear from industry and academic experts about what's on the horizon. So hi, this is Adrian Percy. I'm the Executive Director of the North Carolina Plant Sciences Initiative and your host on this podcast today. Last episode, we talked about apple production and the importance of timely management decisions. And so I'm really happy to have Matej Stefanšić, and I'm sorry, Matej, I probably said that terribly wrong, <laughs> uh, from TrapView. Uh, Matej is the CEO of TrapView. He's actually joining me from Slovenia, so a real first for this podcast to have someone coming in from Slovenia. But he's going to talk to me about uh, one area that I think particularly benefits from early detection, and that's uh, detecting pests in the field. And TrapView is a company that gathers a lot of data from the field, a lot of crops, a lot of countries that we're going to talk about a little bit, doing that in real time to allow growers to make informed decisions about the pest control options as quick as they can. So, Matej, welcome to this podcast. Yeah, hello, Adrian. Nice to have, uh, nice to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you. And, and let's start off, like I always like to start off, just learning a little bit about you and your background, how you got into agriculture. How did you get involved in creating these uh, pest detection solutions? Actually, my background is computer science uh, and informatics and so on. But I've been working in, in uh, IT solutions related to environment and food safety for really long time. And another thing which brought me into this space is that my wife, she has a PhD in, agri- in, in agronomy. Oh, okay. So you you got in through the side door, as it were. <laughs> yeah, almost. And uh, you know, it was more like uh, initially we were we were much more involved in the traceability of domestic animals. As you know, in Europe at that time, it was a, a big issue with mad cow disease and so on. And, and and we were doing that kind of solutions on a on a national level for quite a few uh, quite a few countries. Uh, however, at one of those projects, you know, some of the partners said, but can you do also something for smaller animals? You know, can you do something for, uh, uh, I, I believe it was about olive fruit fly. That's where these, let's say, family ties kicked in and, and, and we, we, we uh, dived more into, into this space. And uh, at that time, no one did anything in, in a sense of automation, you know, how to monitor pest insects. So it was much more as a industrial research, you know. Can we take a picture? First of all, what, what, what kind of, of sensor we should decide for, you know? Should be some sort of an impact sensor? Should we take pictures? Should we do some, some, something else? But then, then you start yeah, with, you know, how to build hardware. Can we send this picture? Can we do something with that? Uh, and uh, that, that's the beauty of Slovenia, you know? Not that it sounds that we are all related, right? But it's a two million, a two million people country. So, so you get to know a lot of people, you know? who know how to deal with image recognition, who know how to deal with machine learning and, and hardware and so on. So that was kind of a mixture of, of uh, technical background. So you really brought together a team of different skill sets from the IT world, from the imaging world. And I guess Slovenia has a kind of rich history of, of agriculture as well. So I wouldn't say so, so much of a rich history of agriculture. Uh, I think it's more about it's a very small market. So whatever you do, you need to start thinking from the very beginning. How can I really compete with anyone in the world with that? I believe that's the major driving driving force behind it, right? With that, that you should do 
if you want to be competitive and since you don't have any domestic market that would let's say allow you to grow internally until you're you're ready to to, to go outside uh you need to you need to really think in a as innovative way as possible and at that time that was something that no one did yeah i mean i love hearing stories from folks like yourself who come from the it world i mean you could have applied your skill set i guess to any industry and agriculture i think we all know is one that has lagged behind a little bit in terms of adopting digital solutions but that that is certainly changing and i guess trap you is one of the examples of that but talk to us a little bit about why it is so important to monitor these pests what advantages you know, our growers getting from from these early detection devices. The way how we do crop protection is changing. Maybe maybe it's changing slower than we anticipated. When maybe we are, maybe we are facing higher hurdles that that were anticipated initially. But the way how this change is 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 happening is that you're lacking more and more broad spectrum insecticides or things that where calendar was good enough in terms of of timing of your decisions right that where where you would you were able to say okay i've seen something i have a window of opportunity let's say two weeks i will spray during this time and and, and my problem will disappear obviously it's not just your problem disappearing a lot of things are disappearing at the same time and uh, with the newer, newer crop protection products, you know, whether that's biologicals or advanced chemistry or whatever, you know, mating disruption, even, you need to know what is happening. You know, it's becoming far more complex in the sense of I cannot decide just based on calendar or, or based on weather or something like this. I need to understand what is happening there. It's becoming way too expensive to get that kind of data manually. And that's why that, that, that's why you need to automate this to 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 really know. Okay, I know what is happening with your with your technology. I'm assuming you know you're detecting. We can talk a little bit about this. Various different insect species in various different crops, providing a grower with a real time uh, alert that he or she can then go into the field and almost preventatively um, treat for the particular pest. So with a product like a biological, it would seem to me that um, these products are going to be much more effective if you can treat early before that pest really takes hold in the field and you get uh, a level of, of infestation that becomes too much for a biological product to, to deal with. Would, would you agree with that? If you don't know what is happening, then well, let's take a, a, a nice biological example. Let's say you, you are... Uh, applying natural predator, right? Which is eating eggs. If you apply it when you already have later stage larvae, you're not doing anything, right? You're just yeah, wasting money, but, but, but it's not providing any kind, of, any, any kind of protection. But this is the case with most of the modern products, right? It's not the, you have to be in terms of timing and, and, and you, you mentioned apples at the very beginning, you know, if you apply something, when the when the eggs already hatch and and the small larvae is in the apple and you don't have a systemic insecticide that goes into the apple but stays only on the on the surface, then you're done, right? You 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 cannot do anything, and that's that 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 that's a good example of of the importance of the timing. The more we strive for better food, healthier food, you know, imagine all the I don't know 
or the spraying that is done in strawberries or, or vegetables or something like that, you really want to, to employ those new, new crop protection products and, and it's impossible to do it, I don't know, a week too late. With TrapView, can you tell us a little bit about the countries you're working in, the, the crops? And maybe a little bit about the sensor technology. In terms of technology itself, so there are, let's say, three major parts uh, of it. The first one is how you collect the data. And for that reason, we created uh, a whole series of different types of automated traps, which are catching insects, taking pictures of them and sending those pictures together with the GPS data, weather data, and so on to the cloud. The next step is then how you extract the information out of this raw data and that is you know through the help of image recognition but also verifying what the image recognition did to put it in a very concrete case you know if you have a picture on which you have 20 moths and maybe only 15 of them are codling moths and you're looking for them it needs to be you know the, the information that is sitting in there or the data that is sitting in there is 15 right it's not i have a picture of of insect and, and only when you have this and when this is verified, then you can use the machine learning modeling to predict when, where, and with what kind of intensity you will have different developmental stages. So key markets for us, considering we are a European company, obviously Europe is very important for us. So that's why Italy, which is a half an hour drive from, from where I am now, Italy, uh, France, and Iberia is, is uh, in Europe our key focus, and then it is United States and Brazil. The North Carolina Plant Sciences Initiative impacts lives through innovative applications and discoveries. By leveraging cutting-edge research and technology, we address global challenges related to agriculture, sustainability, and human health. So I'm assuming you're also working with farms and, and orchards of all sizes. Is is that correct? Does this technology lend itself to like the bigger farms or, or also to more kind of smallholder farmers? As a platform, you know, as a, as a consumer of the data, any size of the farm is suitable. However, uh, if we are considering should every small farmers, and here we are talking, you know, in Europe very often, you know, farm sizes of, I don't know, one acre, two acres, five acres, you know, things like that. It doesn't make sense to, to, to put a physical device there. That's why we are typically working with either cooperatives or food processors or, or distributors, or in some cases, crop protection companies who have the, the ability to, to, to create a network of such devices so that, that, that you create kind of a protective dome, data gathering dome, right? Yeah. So really, you know, as you said, a network. And I'm just curious then, you know, how far apart are these devices located then in order to, to kind of create that protective dome around, you know, a specific agricultural region? In the same way, like with the, with the trap models, it's not, it's the same here with the density, you know, it's not one size fits all. If you are thinking about flat land and, and, and cotton or, or soybeans, wherever your, your eyes reach, yeah, in this case, it's probably one monitoring point every 150 hectares, perfectly fine. If we are talking about high value crops for raw consumption or something like that, you know, like then the, 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 the density would be 
much higher. So we, we, we would probably be thinking about, um, I don't know, one trap every 10 hectares, even less. So, I mean, coming back to the high value crops. So, you know, here in the United States, here in the Southeast, where we are, it's, um, we're just entering into harvest season. And I guess, you know, we talked about this earlier in Northern Hemisphere in general, obviously it's, it's harvest time. Um, and I know you've done, you've alluded to doing trials here in apples uh, in the United States. So how have they gone? What, what is the, uh, are you happy with how the te technology is, uh, is performing here? Yeah, yeah. We're, we, we're happy with, with, with that. Uh, we did quite a, a, a quite a large uh, setup in Pacific Northwest, more or less without uh, around Wenatchee and, and, and Yakima uh, region. And there we, we were using two types of, of, uh, of traps. One is with self-cleaning and one without. Uh, so maybe, maybe I missed this one as, as, as explaining the technology itself. But in order to have high quality data, you shouldn't lose the ability to catch at any time. When you have a high pest pressure, that ability can be lost within a single day. You know, if, if we are looking at, I don't know, high, high pressure of diamondback moth or something like that. And that's why we have add-on to all the traps that, 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 that we are using that it can clean itself automatically. So instead of changing the sticky, sticky surface, it will, it will change automatically. So, so last question, uh, which is kind of a big one, crystal ball type question. Clearly you are, in TrapView, one of the kind of disruptors in the market, trying to bring new types of technology, uh, replacing kind of the more traditional way of scouting and so on and so forth. But what do you see moving forward? I mean, how do you see pest management evolving? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that what we will see of course, crystal ball would be very helpful here, right? In terms of timing, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we will see that the data from the fields and from the orchards will actually be used. So that the purpose of that will not be, okay, let's do something, let's collect these, but then we still say, okay, if you catch more than, I don't know, five, we start spraying every week, you know? It will trigger a huge change in the way how we do crop protection because it will be much more based on the data and based on the actual situation and based on the actual needs. So we will see, Mate, how that, that kind of uh, prediction uh, evolves, but you know, I certainly uh, see what, uh, where you're coming from. But I just want to say a big thank you. Thanks for joining us from Slovenia. <laughs> it's been a pleasure and uh, yeah, look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks. AgTech360 shares relevant news and breakthroughs with audiences across the globe. Stay connected and join the conversation by following NCPSI on social media.